It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here on the world famous Cheeky Check Radio Broadcast. Um, iHeartRadio, amfm247.com. If you want to be part of amfm247.com, go ahead and go over to the website, amfm247.com. And uh, in this broadcast, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? That's going to be the question we're going to ask. We're going to ask that question today. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I think. What in the hell, Bobby? Did we, uh... Did we lose something? What happened? There we are. Okay. Uh, in this broadcast, Josh Bernstein, A.J. McQuigley, um, Harley Zed Mona, and Richard Kurtz from Strategies PR. So... Let's do this. Let's start our broadcast here. Let's get a hold of Josh Bernstein. We'll call him on the old Skype Rooney and uh, get him in here. Let's try this first number. He's got like two numbers. So we are going to try our first number. Hello. There's Josh Bernstein. How are you, sir? I didn't know hey, which, buddy. which number I should have tried, so I, I I tried the first one I had. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Now uh, we've got uh, Josh Bernstein joining us today on our program, and uh, he joins us today here on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com. And um, I want to start with this. <laughs> this is just such a ridiculous story, but but I, I've got to get your take on this. Um, the rapper Killer Mike, I've never heard of this guy, uh, has told kids that uh, calling for gun control is not woke or pro and and is progressing us into slavery, according to Breitbart. Um, NRA TV's uh, Coalition Nor um, interviewed Killer Mike, and he explained how the left equates gun control with progress and observed they are going to progress us into slavery. It is a lead-up to the March 14th school walkout from the gun control. Killer Mike said that he told his kids, I love you, but if you walk out of school, walk out of my house. Uh, (laughs) What the heck do you think about this story, my friend? I love it. I love it. It's absolutely true. Uh, they are progressing them into slavery. And what's even worse than that is this March for Our Guns rally that just took place. Uh, this was nothing but a Democratic voter registration drive. This had nothing to do with gun safety or gun rules or gun violence. And this David Hogg, this hogwash kid, who I have put out a, a personal and uh, public challenge to debate me on gun control so far uh, has not uh, has not come forward and done anything, but I am being viciously attacked 
viciously attacked by the left for attacking their little poster boy. And I also explained that every town for gun safety, uh, which is the front group for Michael Bloomberg, they were the ones behind this march. Uh, also, you had Hollywood Agency 42 West, which uh, supplied a lot of the media contacts. You also had the vice provost of UCLA College, uh, Doug Kiefer, uh, as part of this. You had the Joyce Foundation. You had the Leeds Foundation. You had George Soros' money in this. You had all the money coming in from California, New York, Delaware, um, Chicago, Illinois, Wow. Madison, Wisconsin, and Washington, D.C. Gee, which state is missing from there? <laughs> which state is missing? Uh, didn't the shooting happen in a state that starts with an F and ends with an A? With an a? Yes. Didn't it happen in Florida? Well, meanwhile, none of the major funders and organizers were from the state of Florida. And yet, they put up this, this, little, uh, this little hogwash kid... And he I love that he name. The, he does the uh, the fists and everything else. It was an absolute disgrace. So I'm being attacked viciously by the left for pointing out the fact that this was not a spontaneous reaction to any type of shooting. This was an opportunity to register Democrats for the midterm election. That's what this is. And I put put it out there, and I said it point blank. And the left has absolutely gone crazy. Right wing watch is all over me. They're writing articles. They're sharing articles. They're attacking me in every direction. Uh, and so, you know, this is what I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> We've got uh, Josh Bernstein with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, you can see the Josh Bernstein Show on Amazon as well as uh, select affiliates around the country and uh, a lot of the video-on-demand services as well. And um, Josh is also a uh, representative for our good friends over there at AMAC. And um, there's, there is a lot of uh, health care news this week. A lot of folks are... Uh, just you know, kind of, kind of sick and tired of the uh, the the broken healthcare system. Uh, what can you tell those folks? Well, look, I, I say that uh, there's a better way to do things. Uh, that better way is to get government out of the way. Government can never do anything as uh, you know efficient as the private industry can. And so I would uh, advise people to check out amac.us. Um, also, Google AMAC's best plan, B-E-S-T, best plan. stands for bipartisan, easy, simple, and timely. And uh, you actually do get to keep your doctor. It's only 15 pages long. And it's a great health care plan. Look, we've got to get government out of the way. Uh, the fact that the omnibus bill came through and they're funding Obamacare is just ridiculous. Hopefully, the president will not allocate the funds to do that. Uh, he does have the authority to do that. So we'll see what happens. Look, there, there needs to be a replacement, but the replacement cannot start with Medicare exchanges. It cannot start with you know a, a top-down to bottom-up approach. It, it literally has to be a system in which we are allowed to purchase insurance over state lines. When you do that, you obviously drive down costs, which the competition increases and the costs go down. Uh, health savings accounts has got to be uh, a major part of any type of legislation. 
And, you know, we can be humane. We can cover pre-existing conditions, but we also need to give big incentives to those insurance companies that will be covering those people because they're going to be taking on more of uh, an incurrence of losses when that happens. So I think there's a lot of things that we can do. I think a lot of it is just common sense. That's what the um, AMAC's best plan is all about. So, again, you can go to amac.us or you can call toll-free 888-262-2006. Again, 888-262-2006. Tell them that you heard Josh Bernstein on the Jiggy Jaguar program. We'll even give you a free membership just for mentioning my name and the Jiggy Jaguar program. Again, amac.us. We've got uh, Josh Bernstein with us today. And uh, one more story that I want to get your thoughts on. This uh, came out of uh, Forbes. Uh, Boomers and Gen Xers are skipping health care due to cost. Uh, Between a third and a half of people age 49 to 59 and a quarter of those 60-plus went without needed health care in the last year due to its cost, according to a new survey from the West Health Institute and NORC at the University of Chicago. Uh, What do you make of this, my friend? Well, I I think it's uh, it's unfortunate, but you you have to understand that the youth typically feel like they're indestructible. They feel like they can't get sick, they can't get broken, nothing bad is going to happen to them. And so typically younger people and younger generations don't necessarily get lots of insurances and life insurances and health insurances and you know and things of that nature they they typically don't do as much investing until they're in at least their 30s and 40s and things like that so that's not so much of a surprise i think the more of the surprise is the fact that the premiums have increased so much for our senior population and i think that that in and of itself is where most of this tragic uh, news is coming to because, again, we've got to have affordable health care, not affordable health care run by the government. We need to have affordable health care run by the insurance companies and allow them to offer competitive programs and plans and things like that. So it, it is unfortunate that that is the case. Uh, we also saw under you know, the Barack Obama years, that there was not a cost of living index, really, for many of those years. So that uh, more than likely has probably caught up with people as well. And let's not forget that a lot of these states are going bankrupt, that uh, we're holding the uh, exchanges. And now you have less uh, insurance companies that are offering, uh, you know, the Affordable Care Act. And so I think the whole system, now that we've gotten rid of the funding mechanism and things like that, uh, is kind of imploding. And, you know, maybe AMAC or, or even another conservative uh, plan will be there to pick up that slack. We've got the fabulous Josh Bernstein with us today. He joins us live. Check out uh, Josh all over uh, Amazon. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, the TV program you've got lined up this week. Well, one thing that um, I would like to say is that right now I am under major attack by the left. So if anyone listening would like to help, go to Amazon.com. Uh, if you don't have an account, you can get a free account. Just like on Facebook, you need to be having an account to get onto Facebook. It's the same thing. Go to Amazon.com. In the search bar, put in Josh Bernstein Show. And there are two seasons. The first season is just a pilot episode of Milo Yiannopoulos, and season two has eight uh, uh, videos in it. I would ask you all to click on the five-star rating, check out the show, put in some nice comments about what you thought, uh, help me combat 
the left right now, which is basically uh, contacting Amazon and trying to get the show removed because they don't like the fact that I told the truth and exposed uh, you know, their new little poster boy for gun control. Well, uh, I appreciate it, my friend, and we will talk to you next week. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Okay, thank you. You thank too. Thank you, man. There goes Josh Bernstein. And uh, we are going to do this uh, on this uh, edition of the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Check out our iHeartRadio link. Uh, search for us on iHeartRadio. You will be glad that you did. You'll be able to hear past and current episodes of our program. Go over and find us on iHeartRadio. And uh, we are going to go to our next guest here in just a few moments. They are going to be live and direct with us on the old skype I love the skype I know there's a lot of people that... Um, actually, there's not a lot of people. Just, just, just one cocaine addict used to uh, complain about it on our broadcast. He was a cocaine addict. I watched him snort cocaine off of our co-host desk, uh, Nathan from the Joy Cops. I don't even know where the Joy Cops are these days. I don't even know where Nathan is these days. Uh, he's probably Joy Coughing somewhere. Who knows? Who knows what he's doing? Uh, I like the Joy Cops. Great band. And uh, I like Nathan. But um, for whatever reason... He decided to uh, side with that troll, Kenny Bollinger, down there in Wichita. A big star, Kenny Bollinger. That piece of shit. And, uh... <laughs> Tell him exactly what you mean. He's a piece of shit. And, um... We don't talk to Nathan anymore. It's it's weird. It's a weird deal. But something that's not weird is our next guest. We are going to get to them here in just a few moments. Uh, we have a different phone number for them. And we will go to them. Uh, Harley Zedmona is going to join us. And I believe Hello. there is Harley Zedmona. How are you? Hi. It is uh, James Lowe from uh, iHeartRadio. How are you this afternoon? Nice to meet you, James. Yes, very, you? very very, interested in talking with you today. Harley Zedmona joins us here on iHeartRadio and uh, author of Our Guardian Renegade. It is a fantastic, fantastic book, and uh, Harley Zedmona joins us today to uh, talk about this book. Um, how did the idea for the book come to be? Was this inspired by video games? Give us some details. Um, I actually started writing the book when I was around 13, um, and I kept you know, getting all these characters in my head um, that I was just sort of coming up with out of nowhere, and I figured um, as a 13-year-old kid I didn't have anything to do but sort of write them down somewhere. Um, so I started creating their stories, and uh, I, I made a story out of that. And then um, when I started getting older, I took it a little more seriously, and I revisited it, uh, polished it up, and you know, made a novel out of it. Um, it was inspired a lot by mostly video games, a little bit of comic books, and all other sorts of you know, nerdy kind of media. 
Fantastic. We've got a uh, great guest joining us on Skype Audio today. Harley Zedmona joins us, a gamer turned storyteller who dared to do more than merely exist in someone else's world. He became the master of his own. The result is a revolutionary book that captures the atmosphere of video game and challenges the typical character archetypes released when the author was 16 years old. It is called Our Guardian Renegade. Now, um... You, you you talked to us a little bit about when, when you decided to um, begin writing uh, and, and tell your story. Tell us a little bit about the book, the characters, and the world that you built in Our Guardian Renegade. Yeah, so it's a, it's a sci-fi fantasy epic. Um, it's, uh, it takes place in a world where there's two city-states um, at war with each other. One is a sort of uh, imperialist empire that seeks to conquer the world and establish peace by assimilating um, the rest of the world into their empire. And the other one is a, a sanctuary um, that's main purpose is to um, protect people from the danger of the world, including the other city-state. Um, so uh, the sanctuary city-state, known as Whiteheart, um, a general from this city-state decides to form a group, a sort of like Avengers-type uh, superhero group, of um, the best of the best, dedicated to protecting um, Whiteheart and the world um, from its dangers. So um, they come up with this this group of um, people like a like a civil rights leader or uh, some um, alcoholic berserker and a vigilante who refuses to kill and other sort of like interesting kind of uh, character types. And they all sort of come together and have to learn how to fight together. Fantastic. We've got a great guest with us today. Harley Zedmona joins us here in the broadcast, and uh, our Guardian Renegade is the latest. Now, uh, talk to us a little bit about the video games and, and some of the gamer fandom. How did that influence the book and inspire your creativity? Um, well, I'd say there was a lot of kind of elements towards uh, making this book. Um, with a lot of books, I feel like um, the characters are, you know, their, their personalities are very uh, well-designed, but um, visually you don't get to see a lot of them, or you, you, it's hard to picture them in your head. Um, so with video games, um, there's a sort of element of, you know, like uh, your favorite character from this video game, and there's sort of like style. You can kind of have more stylized characters compared to other medias like books or movies, um, usually. And uh, so one thing I did with this book is I found a bunch of artists to um, make art for the book. So each character uh, has their own art. Um, and I thought that'd be a way to kind of um, get these characters in people's heads more easy. So um, that definitely, uh, that kind of aspect of uh, video games, the sort of um, personality and, and the sort of um, big characters definitely inspired that. We've got Harley Zedmona joining us today here in our broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, author of Guardian Renegade. Harley Zedmona with us today here in our broadcast. There is an accompanying art book and illustrations. Uh, talk to us a little bit about them and some of the artists. Yeah, so um, Tumblr is a great place where there's all these sort of, you know, um, artists who are a lot like me, kind of just, you know, young and trying to, to make their way with uh, um, their, I guess, creativeness. And, and um, in the same sense that I'm, you know, out there putting my, my writing 
um, into the world. These people are putting their art into the world and, you know, hoping people find it interesting and hoping, you know, it picks up. Um, so I hired a bunch of artists from mainly Tumblr um, to uh, make art for the book, and almost every character is drawn by a different artist. Um, so there's a lot of different styles, a lot of, like, interesting uh, characters to be drawn, so... We've got Harley Zedmona joining us today, author of Our Guardian Renegade. Joins us today here on iHeartRadio via the uh, Skype audio. And um, what sci-fi shows or film inspired you? Um, in terms of shows and films, I would have to say 95% of it was the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is you know very getting really, really big as of late, um, especially with... Infinity War on the Horizon, uh, but that sort of that sort of idea of superheroes kind of crossing over, coming together. Um, I took that and uh, put it into a more sort of fantasy kind of world. Um, so um, that's sort of like the element of like RPGs and video games combining with the comic book movie element of Marvel movies and superhero movies and whatnot. We've got Harley Zedmona joining us today. The uh, fantastic book is Our Guardian Renegade. Joins us today here on Skype Audio here on iHeartRadio. Now, um, what are some of your thoughts on the uh, future of games and stories? As they certainly seem to be merging, as in seen with some of these large franchises. You mentioned the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, there's Star Wars, etc. Tell us a little about that. Yeah, so I think this is kind of a wonderful time for video games, for, for books, for movies, for media altogether, um, because you're getting more and more sort of um, personality in these, these characters that are being made. You're getting more, um, you know, people are trying new things with story storylines, and um, they're, you know, retaining the same kind of similar uh, formula of, uh, you know, certain... Um, fantasy books or, or superhero movies, but they're, they're trying new things here and there and keeping things interesting. Um, and I think this is a sort of a great time for, for that genre. It's a great time to be a nerd because um, uh, people, are, people are trying a lot of new things, and crossovers are happening a lot, too. Um, in the video game world especially, those are very big. So I'm hoping, you know, one day uh, our Renegade can be um, one of those, you know, big franchises. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Joins us live here in our broadcast, coast to coast, border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information. Our guest today on Skype, Harley Zedmona, our guardian renegade, is the latest from this great author. What are you working on now? Um, so uh, this this whole book is a series that I'm co-authoring. Oh, the whole series is a whole uh, epic fantasy series that I'm co-authoring with my girlfriend uh, Ophelia Zedmona, and she's set to write the next um, book in the series, which takes place a couple hundred, maybe thousand years before, and involves uh, these goddesses who are sisters and trying to get one of their goddess sisters back. Um, and go out on this sort of campaign to retrieve her. And, um, uh, and yeah, it's a very interesting story, and it's coming out, uh, hopefully, I'd say late 2018, um, is what we're shooting for. Um, but me personally, I'm also writing the next book in this series for me, so it would be the third book in the series, 
um, which is a couple hundred years before, um, and it uh, sort of details this young musician who wants to escape her parents and, and join a band, um, but it's in this sort of fantasy world. Um, and I'm also writing another story not set in this universe um, that uh, I'm co-authoring with a friend um, about uh, our world um, and the idea that some people in our world are born with these supernatural abilities, and uh, those come from um, being a descendant of a famous ancestor, um, such as one character who's a descendant from Cleopatra and has the ability to uh, charm people, or one descendant who's uh, um, a descendant of um, Brutus Marcellus, who's a great tactician and whatnot. So I've got a lot on the horizon in terms of my writing. We've got Harley Zedmona joining us today here in a broadcast here via Skype, and uh, you can get more information online on Harley Zedmona and the brand new book, Our Guardian Renegade. Uh, finally, as we wrap up here with you, my friend, where can we find your book and follow you on social media? So the book, the book is available on uh, Amazon as well as Barnes and Noble, Our Guardian Renegade. Um, it, you can follow me on Twitter at Harley Zedmona. Um, and also Instagram at Harley underscore Zed. Um, and you can also find the book's Facebook page, Our Guardian Renegade, um, as well. So um, my uh, social media, you can find more about my projects that I'm working on in the future, and the book's Instagram, uh, book's Facebook is more for uh, more news about Our Guardian Renegade, if you're interested. Fantastic. Harley Zedmona with us today here via Skype. And... Uh, Absolutely amazing, amazing author. Check out the book, Our Guardian Renegade. It is now available. Uh, appreciate you making time for us today. Keep us updated on the books. We definitely love to have you back home when that when the some of the next uh, projects are released. Thank you so much, James. Nice to be here. Definitely. Have yourself a wonderful afternoon. There goes Harley Zed Mona on our big program. And uh, we are going to go to our next guest uh, here on iHeartRadio. Go to amfm247.com. That's amfm247.com. Go over there right now and uh, check out all the different shows. Sign up for their updates. Get all the information. Get it on the deal, as they say. I love it. AJ is going to join us here in just a few seconds. Hi, this is AJ. And there's AJ. How are you, sir? It's James Love from iHeartRadio. How are you today? Hello. Hello. It's uh, James Love from iHeartRadio. How are you today? Hello. Hello. I guess we lost him. Okay, well, I'm not going to repeat myself three fucking times. Uh, we are going to go to our next guest here in just a few moments, Mr. AJ. Mr. AJ, the big star. I'll uh, call him back on the phone and repeat myself uh, another fucking 15 times. And uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It is a world-famous Cheeky Jaguar radio broadcast. It is coast-to-coast. Coast, it is boulder-to-boulder. Boulder, it is tune-in. It is the iTunes. And it is the radio loyalty. Yes, indeed. We are uh, getting things rolling today. Getting it rolling today, daddy Oh, AJ McQuery is going to join us here in uh, 
just a few moments. We're going to call him back on the old uh, on the old skipscape. On the old skipscape, as they say. What's the old skipscape? Well, we're going to figure it out here in a few moments. Uh, if you want to find out more information on Harley Zedmona, our previous guest, go to our website, JiggyJaguar.com. And uh, Harley Zedmona. Harley Zedmona, lady. Oh, the Harley Zedmona, man. Oh. We are um, going to go do that here in a few. And uh, we'll get him on the skip Skype. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means to play us out, as Bill O'Reilly would say. The great Bill O'Reilly. Let's try this again. Let's see if we can get a better connection here. The calling from has been associated with high volume calling use. To continue, press 2, 3. Hmm. Suck a penis, maybe. Uh, we are going to call them back here in a few moments here on our big program. We are never going to be able to get this guest on the line. I almost think it's just never going to happen. H.J. McQuarrie is going to join us. McQuarrie, I think is how you pronounce the gentleman's name. We will go to him here in a few moments. We'll try this again. He's a millennial, millennial entrepreneur. I hate that term, millennial. Cannot stand it. Can't stand it. Can't stand you. Can't stand you. He's the CEO of Karma Box, a boutique, healthy vending. He's a overweight college student. He came up with the idea to create vending machines that offered healthy snacks. And uh, now he's a big deal. So try this again. We'll see if AJ picks the phone up. Hello? Okay, AJ, we're going to try this again. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, good. This is James Lowe from iHeartRadio calling you for your radio interview. How are you, sir? Awesome. I'm doing well. Now, uh, we've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live. And um, AJ McQuarrie. And uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Karma Box and uh, some of the different things that you're doing with this. Sure. So we are a healthy vending company. And we have a um, uh, an opportunity model. So basically, we sell healthy vending business packages, and we provide you know locations, equipment, and we set people up with a healthy vending machine business. Awesome, awesome. Now, uh, millennials are uh, they? It's an interesting group, and they're moving. The most away. talked about generation. Yes, yes, and they are moving away from social media. Does this mean there is hope for the next generation? This is according to a New York Post article. A poll that was taken in December found that 34 percent of young users reported having deleted their social media accounts entirely. 41 percent of the respondents said they waste too much time on social media, and 35 percent agreed that people their age are too distracted by their online lives, according to the New York Post. Uh, AJ, what do you make of all this, my friend? 
You know, I have a love-hate relationship with social media, I think, like a lot of millennials, like a lot of people in general. Yeah. Um, it's very addicting. It's very distracting. But it's an amazing platform, and I stay in touch with people from around the world that I've met and uh, learn about their families and see them grow and change. And it's a pretty cool platform in that sense. But, you know, with all this stuff with Cambridge Analytica and the controversy, um, people are starting to definitely distrust social media companies because they have a lot of information, you know, and that's a lot of data, and we do. But we willingly and knowingly, well, I guess maybe not all of us know how much data they have on us, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> it is uh, a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast and uh, talking a little bit about this uh, situation with millennials moving away from social media. Um, what, what, what do you make of all this That with, with this poll that uh, 34% of young users basically deleted their social media accounts entirely? They just totally got off social media. Yeah, I mean, uh, they'll be back. Uh, people go through phases. Of, I think everybody deletes their account now and then, but then they'll, they'll, they'll turn it back on. You know, uh, they've, social media is like, uh, it releases these endorphins in our brain. It's like we need it. It's like a high when we're going through and <laughs> we're liking things and people are liking our stuff. So uh, I don't know. It's like they're going to want it back. So I, I think it's, it's great. And I think, the scrutiny these companies are getting is great, but um, yeah, I think millennials will. Social media is kind of part of our life. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, and uh, AJ McQuery is with us. He wants to uh, teach. Uh, basically, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs into entrepreneurs, and uh, he is fantastic. And he joins us today here on our big broadcast. Now, um, you were on. You, you tried to bring the healthy vending machines to the Canadian version of Shark Tank. Uh, tell us a little bit about this. Yes, sir. Sure. So I was on. It's called Dragons Den. It was actually before Shark Tank uh, came out. Uh, Dragons Den was in existence, and it's the Canadian version of Shark Tank. And I was on the show. I got to go on twice. Uh, the first time I was in college, I was 21 years old. I didn't have much going on with the business. It was just a very early stages, and nobody invested. Uh, Kevin O'Leary, actually, Mister Wonderful, he called us the cockroach, and um, wow. they didn't invest in it the first time. And then I built the business. I changed my model. I took their advice and. We are in 89 cities across the country, and it's been an amazing entrepreneurial journey. It is a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. AJ McQuarrie is with us. He is uh, here talking about millennials moving away from social media. Does this mean there's hope for the next generation? And uh, he is a entrepreneur and CEO of Karma Box, which is a boutique healthy vending and a company. Myself. Yes, yes, you are, my friend. Daniel, uh, who uses social media and gets business from social media? <laughs> See, that's that. That's the thing. I use social media for business purposes. I know that there's a lot of people that use right. it just to waste time. But uh, talk to us about using it from a business perspective. Sure. Well, Facebook in particular is incredible. It has an incredible uh, advertising targeting platform. So you can be very specific. You can use, um, you can upload email addresses of current clients, and it does like a look-alike scan, and it will target people who have similar profiles like your clients do. 
Um, they just, it's just such a powerful tool. And it's, that's why this, it's so controversial with this whole Cambridge Analytica stuff because it's, it's a lot of information they have on us. But that information and that data is extremely powerful. And as a user, it's good because they're targeting ads to you, so you're not getting ads on things that you wouldn't normally even care about or think about. It's things that you, you know, companies you know, things that, you're aligned, that are aligned with your values. That's awesome. It is a uh, fantastic guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, this... This whole thing with uh, with social media, I know that a lot of people are, you know, that they've been talking about Facebook and some of the different things that, that are going on there. But how, how do you think that this affects Twitter and some of these other folks? Yeah, um, you know, I, I'm not sure the, the implications it has. I think it, it helps. It could help them a little bit in the sense that people might get away from, like I know people personally who, deleted some of their Facebook, like deleted Facebook, but then they have a Twitter account. You know, they're like, hey, I'm moving everything on Twitter. So I think in that sense, it can be an opportunity for these companies. But it puts kind of a dark cloud over the whole industry, you know. Like, can we trust these companies? Yes. Yes, yes, indeed. It is a uh, great guest. He joins us today here on our broadcast and uh aj before we let you go how do we find you online and uh get involved with you my friend sure uh so you feel free to look me up on uh, linkedin aj mcquarrie or um our website is com. fantastic well uh have yourself a wonderful wonderful afternoon and we'll talk soon thank you my friend Thank you. Take care. Appreciate it. There goes AJ McQuery. And uh, we are going to take a timeout here uh, on our broadcast. We have got uh, coming up Mr. Patch. Uh, Alan K. Patch was scheduled to join us. It won't be Alan Patch. He is uh, out uh, with the flu. I don't know if he's got the flu. I just know that he's out. He's not going to be here. So, um, apparently Richard Branson has bought the Hard Rock Hotel. Hmm. In Vegas. It's going to be part of the Virgin Hotel chain. This according to, uh, some folks on the old, uh, on, on, on the old, uh, the old Facebook. Oh, the Facebook. So, um, according to our Brit- or to our to our uh, to our buddy Bruce Marin, uh, huh? It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's going to be uh, interesting. Who knows what the hell is going to happen? Um, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. We are going to be uh, duh, 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 talking to Richard Kurtz and. Uh, 
He will join us here in just a few moments, I believe, on the telephone. Uh, they're all getting pumped up for this uh, Captain Marvel movie that's going to be coming out in March of 2019. March of 2019, these 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 freaking comic book movies. Good Lord. I just, I just don't understand the comic book movies. I don't understand why everybody is so gaga for this stuff. Why are we gaga for the damn comic book movies? I don't understand it. One thing I do understand is our website, cheekycheekwire.com, cheekycheekwire.us, if you want to get our app. Yes, go get our app. If you don't have the app, go get it. You can't watch us on Ustream without it. Well, you can watch us on Ustream without it, but it's gonna you, you're going to be digging for a while, my man. Or my lady. My lady. Yeah, my lady. Oh, my lady. Oh, my lady. Richard Kurtz going to call us here in just a few seconds. We are waiting on the great Richard Kurtz. The great Richard Kurtz is going to call us. He's going to be part of our iHeartRadio presentation today. Our AMFM247.com. Our TuneIn. Our iTunes. Our radio loyalty, as they say. He is going to join us to uh, talk about uh, some stuff. Some stuff, as they say. Some fin, 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 fin stuff. I think is how you pronounce that. I think is how you do it. Fun, fun stiff. So, uh, he's gonna call us. He's gonna dial us up. He's gonna dial us up. He's gonna get on the horn, as they say. He's gonna get on the horn. Remember when you used to have to get on the horn? Now you don't get on the horn. Get on the blower. As uh, Mean Gene used to say back in the day, get on the blower, call him up, dial him up, get on the blower. The blower is another name for the phone. <laughs> Why did people used to call it the blower? I guess maybe because you, you, when you talked into it, it was like you were blowing, blowing smoke or something. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> not who cares but uh, Richard Kurt's going to join us here in just a few moments on our big program here iHeartRadio AMFM247.com by the way our website is JiggyJaguar.com is the JiggyJaguar.com site still there? every once in a while I like to go over and see if it's still there just because there's times where I don't think it is there. It is there, though. Right there, see? JiggyJiggyWire.com. J-I-G-G-Y-G-G-Y-R.com. Podcast shenanigans, everything. Is all available. So,
What is this? What is this? I don't know what this is. What is this crap? Oh, the boys and the girls. Over there at uh, T95. T95. Those guys. Good old T95. Uh, what do you got here? I know they don't have anything that I'm not, I'm, they don't have anything I'm interested in, but, uh, I always like these, these, these stations and these companies that, that have internships that are listed as jobs on their website. First of all, an internship no one gets paid for. There's Richard Kurtz to save me from uh, from another rant, but uh, <laughs> who's picking on you now? No, 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 no one's picking on me. I was just uh, complaining about the fact that there are radio station websites and television websites where, in their employment section, they have listed internships, and I'm like, I always thought an internship you didn't get paid for, but it doesn't matter. Uh, rhetoric versus reality today is the topic. Fire, insurance, facts, and fantasy. And according to the U.S. Fire Administration, uh, over 1.3 million home fires occurred annually over each of the last three years. While a few thousand were from outside causes, such as wildfires, over half were started in the kitchen. Between six and seven, there were over 3,000 deaths. Good Lord. 15,000 injuries and over $14 billion annually in damages. Few are either insured or adequately aware of the coverage that we have or how a claim actually works. After the disaster is like Monday morning football, you will learn a lot from the game, but never change the score. And of course... Richard Kurtz, the media specialist, political scientist, and author, and in this segment, a consumer watchdog, is here to separate the breed from the baloney based upon his recent experiences and understanding of this fiery topic. So, Rich, I've got to know, what is the state of mind after a disaster? Well, let me tell you about my recent experience. I have a little house in my son has a little house next door to it, and I do mean little. And um, and the uh, uh, and he of course has it. He, my son, has it. Um, supposedly has a dog that jumped up and had the capacity. So you should keep the dog away from the stove, but that would require having a brain. <laughs> crap from being stacked and piled in and around and on top of the stove would also apparently this person didn't have because the stove was turned it caught everything on fire Whoa. and we got a whole lot of damage luckily we didn't on fire but hey so we've been getting a lot of education about insurance 
and I thought I would pass this on to consumers. <laughs> so as to your state, if it's between 6 and 7 p.m. and you create a fire in your kitchen and it's a good, you have what in 10 minutes, less than 10 minutes, thousand dollars worth of damage, your state of mind is going to be as follows. Just sleep for three days, waking up, drinking a half a bottle of the worst bourbon you can imagine, <laughs> trying to conduct yourself. Um, that's pretty much where your state of mind disaster. You are disoriented, you're confused, you're dazed, uh, important things, and you know, a lot of important things are now on. All I can tell you is, is while you're in this condition, it makes your insurance company very. You don't get that, do you? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. It just, I'm just amazed of all the things that happen in this world. Well, they do happen. You know, we've been having fire for a long time. Since yes. Yes. Since you know. it was, uh, yeah, you're right. We've got uh, we've got Richard Kurtz with us today. Now, um, what is the insurance policy? What what's this supposed to do? The whole idea of insurance is it's a collective, in, it's where everybody kicks in money every month and hopes they never have to use it. Yeah. Among the tens of millions of homes we have only one so there's enough money in the pot to pay for the damages to those homes it's the same as auto insurance uh, you know there's enough in the pot so that there's a, a fund there to make the consumer or the pulp that's the idea but that's dependent on a lot of factors yes Yes. Now, uh, what is true about insurance companies and the inherent conflict of interest? Uh, insurance companies have been around for just under 600 years. Okay. They originated, I believe, in England. Um, and the same holds 600 years ago. There isn't an insurance company on this planet that ever writing checks. They don't. They make money collecting premiums. So logic says that they collect more than they pay out. So the inherent conflict of it. You want them to write a check. They want to write a smaller check. How you cut it? That's the way the ball bounces. <laughs> It is Richard Kurtz. He's with us today, media specialist, political scientist, and today consumer watchdog. Now, um, what are what are a, a few of these before and after tips for policyholders? Okay, uh, I, I, I two been penning out a book for a guide for you know how to live through a through an in, for life, health, disability, your fire, or flood. But uh, there, there are, are, are about five or six I can toss at you very quickly. First, to say this ain't going to happen to me is great. 
of a second before it happens to you. And then it ain't so great anymore, then it? Well, there is that. <laughs> yeah, there is that. There is <laughs> that whole I did wish I had time machine. The coverage. And number two is know the coverage. Um, by auto insurance and by minimal auto insurance because that's all that's required any kind of insurance to cover what it is you have on the line on the house the insurance company is going to or and the mortgage company is going to insure them they're not going to insist you have enough money to replace your belonging to pay because they know if the house burns to the ground uh, and you don't have insurance you know that just plain makes economic sense so you need to know what policy when you sit down with hopefully a, an honest insurance agent say okay thank may not be a lot of money but I'm going to sit here with this yellow marker and the policy and you're going to tell me what I'm really covered for and you're going to make me understand this astoundingly boring and I'm going to spend 15 minutes with you understanding this and I'm going to put this aside somewhere where so I can look at it later when I need it you need to know what you got and what you paid for. It will be amazingly boring, but you got to do it. We've got two. Yes, yes. Go, go ahead, Rich. Continue, my friend. Know it. Know it. Especially now with your digital phone, walk through your house, take pictures of the closets, make a list of the things in the drawers, make a list of everything that's. Ask a picture of it. Take this list and take some picture or make a digital copy or something like that and put it in a safety deposit box somewhere out way in, the, in your backyard or something where you know what to say to the insurance company you lost. Because you know that I just drank a bottle of bourbon thing. That's where your head's going to be at. You're not going to remember what you we have. Next one. If you have a claim, be polite. Follow the rules. Don't get on the phone and be screaming at them. Don't be nasty with them. Don't call the insurance adjuster a jackass, even if he is one. <laughs> be polite and firm. Uh, and here we are. We're going to write the check for you. Don't take that first check. They wait to figure out what it is. Because your insurance covers you for a lot of things. If it's in your home, it, you're not immediately under pressure. You know, you're not going to be living in the in the yard near the burnt house. They're going to take care of that. They have to if you bought the right policy. But that that first offer of a check is going to be a little going to need to get hold. And then knowing and knowing who to call, be prepared to push No, I don't like this. No, this doesn't seem right. No, this doesn't seem right. I'm going to talk to commissioner. Whatever you need to say, depending on the firmness that you get to, depending on 
and I've seen this when we had a lot of the, the area fires here in California, people screwed all over. Just terrible. They were getting knocked down by 40%. And when just around, ones that don't work for the insurance company that work for you, and they charge 10 or 15, which sounds like a lot, and they're saving you 45% that it's a bargain. If you don't have the time and the knowledge to play, let's go to the investor. Because they know the business. This is when came to mom. They came to mom. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.